Hello and welcome to the Toronto Ultra American Maven podcast. Uh, we've got a post-champs episode. Um, and just to kind of let you guys know what the deal is, I know a lot of you have enjoyed having uh, guests on. We were kind of uh, firing off every week with a different guest. Uh, it was kind of tough before champs because everybody prepping, kind of tough after champs because everyone got back and in the midst of roster mania. So <laughs> Joe and I probably their gonna... most stressful time, yeah. Yes, yes. So Joe and I are going to do a, a recap and then basically going forward in the off season we hope to have a guest every week it should be way easier it was sometimes a pain even like during the season just to line up what day when they were free but we should be back to hanging out with the guests for two hours but for now you're stuck with uh joe and i chatting shit being idiots yeah yep. I, I mean we were playing today with crowder and this guy's on the phone every uh, half hour um this is probably as i said the most stressful time for players uh, i think for some it's probably not too stressful that being new york um, it sounds like outside of that, anyone and everyone could be on the move, um, which I, I think to me is pretty surprising. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure there's a few that could potentially stick, but um, I mean, this is sort of the, the craziest time of the year. Um, teams trying to figure it out, and it can be tough for players because uh, you wake up one day, you have a team, you go to sleep, there's another team the next day. It's just the way it goes until those contracts are signed. But I don't believe that opens up until it's like July, like first week of July, I think officially. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised because like, I think, I think the only thing that would make me like not change is either I like, you know, maybe did what New York did in one of the last two events, or I was super consistent to the point that we knew we had like that core we were going to win. Like, Phase could change, obviously, but like they were the only team that was well, like top three every event, so, like had a real yeah. good consistent form. But everybody else was kind of all over. Like I mean, you know, I, I know Ultra had a solid year for the most part, like not a lot of like bad finishes, but like no one was like getting to every final or like super consistent. So I'm not shocked uh, if everything kind of shakes up. And it takes you know how it is. It's one domino, bro. Like like one one big yeah. piece, one one big player, and just fucking shit explodes. Like. Yeah, no, it does. It takes one player. I, I guess the only thing I would say it's like it's like tough. It's like obviously the competition is, is out of ties, but it's always like title to title too. It's just like was it so inconsistent due to the title? Um, I mean, we even picked up talking with players like the spawns, like yeah, just how difficult it was. It was this mixture of squad spawns and not squad spawns? It, it almost, I, I mean, feels like yeah, like. It was it was tough for them in a lot of these different ways without dead silence, without red dots. This was like another curveball that players had to deal with and teams had to deal with. And I, I think it was difficult. Obviously, someone always figures it out in, in some way. That was New York last year. It was L.A. Thieves. But outside of that, it's not like we've had this, you know, face Cold War, you know, sort of esque title. It really hasn't. And it's like, obviously, you want to you. I, I would love you want to say that competition is at its highest. I do. And I, and I get that. But at the same time, I think it could be very difficult to be as consistent as you probably want to be in the, in these last couple of titles. Outside of cold war, we have had one of two things, but take maps and the daddy stuff, take it all out. Just talk spawns. Like we've either had like dog shit spawns or inconsistent spawns. And like, I'm one that would rather have like, all right, if you want to do squad spawns or something, fuck it, whatever, just make it. Yeah, because at least you could read them, right? Yes, this year was just like, think of like, I was talking to Sam uh, Octane uh, today about stuff. And I was like, we're talking about like, what's more important maps of the spawn system. Like, I, I think we kind of agree, like both, both. It's a, it, yeah, both yeah. Is a part, like, like hotel is a good map. Hotel, I think is a solid map. 
but it is probably one of the worst. It was the worst respawn of the year. I don't care what anyone fucking tells me. Just because how spawns worked, control and hardpoint. If you're watching the minimap, it's just like doom, 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 doom. Same as a year, right, dude? It actually might have been the worst respawn. I'm like, dude, it's fucking ass. Like, well, yeah, I mean, that was really my big thing about it. I mean, we had this discussion on the last podcast, and we had it in the green room with like I had it with Nameless, and I, I was like sitting there like I don't think I could play this because like <laughs> as fun as it is, yeah, you are everywhere. Um, I feel like it looks good. It's like it's like a solid map and layout. Like it really is a solid map, but yeah. it's just a clusterfuck when it doesn't need to be. Because like yeah. it, it, a squad spawn will happen, then like a normal spawn out will happen, maybe in the same three seconds, and like no one's even moved. It, it's just like what's going on? It's uh, yeah, it's interesting. I think I think I, I I actually do think competition without question is the highest it's ever been, just due to the the structure with regards to. Like it's not the wild wild west with team changes happening. There's a lot more consistency with coaching staffs and prep and all. It's not sure, about sure, like, sure. skill anymore. You can't get by and just skill. It's all the little things, bro. It's all the little things and all the prep. Like it's just a different ball game now. But um, well, I'm, I'm not, I would agree. I just think there's also some curveballs. There's things oh, you can yeah, prep all yes. day for, and you can't prep for a certain spawn. And yeah, we've we've seen that happen. Like where a team just gets screwed by it. But uh, yeah, no. It sounds like this off season is going to be crazy. I don't really know exactly how much we're going to dive into like leaked rosters. Uh, we'll probably, for the most part, wait for official announcements. That's just the way you and I like to do things because well, it's because we know things and it's hard to talk about. Like pretend you don't. I hate that. Yeah, shit. no, we do know it. things. It's also like we could have an episode on a leaked roster, and then the next day when that comes out, there could be a different leak. So it feels difficult to to do that. Um, but we'll do our best with roster mania, as you said. We're going to have guests on. Should be a lot easier. I think we're looking at uh, someone from New York next week, so it should be a great, great episode with them. Um, but before we dive into into champs, uh, we made a bracket last week. I, I'm actually curious yeah. to see how we did. I feel like we we did pretty solid. There were a couple of things that didn't go our way. Um, we started off well. Seattle, uh, our, Seattle and Thieves are our big question marks, and they actually end up being like our bracket. It, they, but we flipped, right? So, um, so phase obviously losing to Ultra. That that kind of we didn't get points there and ultra won the winner's bracket. So that was probably the loss for us there. Um, so let's go now to the loser's bracket. If we can. I think it was like for the most part, pretty darn, pretty good. pretty darn good. Except for like, like I said, not even like flipping them just in general, like those two teams, I think is what I know. I, I struggle with the most. Cause like Seattle was my big, Oh, we course. did not do good. Okay. Thieves so we didn't do good. Well, uh, it was pretty 50, 50 down here. Uh, so we had basically, if we would have had surge where thieves was, yes. we would have been great. Yes. Um, exactly that. Like, that, that but then problem. what happened is as well as Minnesota lost to, or beat rocker or Minnesota, we had them beating breach and they lost to breach. Yeah. So, Okay, we didn't do well down here at all. Not great. Yes, we got the top three, right? Just not the right order. Just not the right order. Yeah, yeah, so what? We had New York, Toronto, and FaZe, but we got the order wrong. So our bracket, not great. Not great at all. Um, I think the biggest shocker is probably maybe to some, like Ultra getting all the way uh, through the winners. Maybe not surprised by New York. And then down low, Surge. Um, obviously, they kind of got hot. We'll we'll dive into that a little bit more. But now to show you the actual bracket, um, yeah. just to, to update everybody at home, kind of what happened. Well, I guess you, you saw bits and pieces of it right there. But yeah, Ultra through winners. Uh, New York through losers. Uh, they beat FaZe in the, the losers final. Uh, Surge was able to win a couple of rounds. Uh, same with FaZe down low. Uh, but then, yeah, the, the 5-0 by, by New York. And, and I guess we'll start... 
Where do you want to start? We usually, I, I think we usually so start, start with the losers. Like the end. Yeah, start sort of uh, who did the worst, talk about them, and we ramp up to the final. So we can start with like, I had it started with Rocker. Um, I, I thought this was interesting to think about. Like, you know how we were having that chat, I think, with Lamar about how sort of the butterfly effect or like those alternate history or alternate, yeah, alternate history type shows? Like, New York was 2 down, 2 down to Rocker. Like, Rocker, if they win that series, how different this entire goddamn tournament looks. Well, I, I, I just thought about that. Last winner's round one last year, Thieves was down 0-2 to Boston. And yeah. they ended up reverse sweeping as well. Yeah, uh, you're sure. not wrong. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple of those moments, even like like for Opti fans, the New York Opti series. But um, yeah, this sort of kind of what we talked about. It's just we weren't sure. We weren't exactly sure just because the way the New York Major 5 was with FaZe, but it stood true. Um, I mean... You win an event, and then a couple of weeks later, you, you have another one. It's the best timing in the world for you. Uh, obviously, they got played tough by some really good teams, but when it came down to it, yeah, they were able, able to win it. So, yeah, Rocker were really, really close to beating New York, and then they dropped down to the Boston Breach, and you beat 3-1. I think Bance, I'll just read it. He tweeted... Uh... To, like five hours ago, uh, took a few days to think about the exit from champs, how the season went, wanted to apologize for everyone, blah, blah, blah. Didn't do what we set out to do type thing. Um, and I was like, well, I mean, you guys got top three and then champs didn't go well, but I don't think anyone had expectations. But then I was like looking through the stats and like, I think you told me like people were saying Bants and somebody was kind of frying leading in, right? Was, uh, scrims. Yeah. I heard Bants and Cameron are playing well. Yeah. Yes. The, those two. But then Bants, man, he, he's probably someone that I would expect to have a pretty solid champs. Like, I don't know. He's just got, he's hot and cold sometimes, but just the, the big stage and maybe people getting the jitters like he wouldn't, but he kind of got bodied. And I sort of understand maybe why he was a little down on himself because he had a, like a 0.68 in hard point, 0.68 in control. Like he didn't play a lot of maps, but he kind of just went in, got hooked, and that was the end of the rodeo. Well, I think obviously this team had a lot of roster changes, but I think yeah. for a bigger picture, probably what he's apologizing about is. Take a step back. Coming hype into this around year, the team early. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, this roster, it was attached Cami, Bantz, and Afro. Like, that was. We were excited. I, I mean, I think everyone was. And there were rumors how much, how expensive this this team, the, the roster was to build. True. I mean, I think when you take a step back, like, it, it just was not a great year. Uh, they did not have the consistency they were looking for. You had a Tatch out, you had Fame in, you had Afro out, you had Afro in. It, it was a bit of a mess. And I know what's difficult for this sort of organization, and you know they, they also said they let go of uh, Brian Sate, their coach, after like three or four years. This is a very consistent org for the first couple of years, and it just feels like they haven't found that roster uh, you know, again. You know, I don't, I don't know, so it's tough. Because this is a, a team that's trying to build like those home series and build up hype and build up their... That's why I think audience. they'll figure it out, though. They're like, it's not like one of those situations. Like, uh, I know Paris had, you know, a couple of good things happen this year, but like a uh, London or a Paris, are people like not spending money or not trying to win? Like, I think this is a an organization that is trying to win and willing to spend and doing like the extra steps. So, like, I think they'll figure it out. But it has to be frustrating when you're doing those things and not seeing success. But I guess yeah, I'm not like, worried about the organization because to they'll, counter they'll, that they'll though, that. like sometimes teams really heavily invest. And then it's like, we can't do that again. We have yeah, to build yeah, up yeah. from young talent or yeah. uh, we got to think about this a little bit differently. 
it'll be interesting to see. This is a, a lineup. I, I don't know if you're rocker, maybe there's someone you build around. Um, I guess we'll wait and see. I think fame had some solid series uh, as a rookie. You always are going to have attached. We know what attached can do. It's just a, a giant question mark. This could be a team wipe when it comes to roster mania. They could rebuild from, from scratch. I, I didn't like, uh, I guess watch enough of like fame individually to know if he's like, you know, a, a super smart player or like, I, I don't have a sense of like that yet, like how good he is. But I know just from like a raw talent perspective sometimes, bro, like I, he had a couple snaps here and there where I was watching. And I was like, he's got a little juice, bro. Like he, he was, he was real snappy and won some ridiculous gunfights at times. So I think the well, skills there. Uh, and it feels like he's a great teammate. I mean, he ran the AR, he ran the sub, he did whatever they kind of had to do. It seems I mean, like he, I still really know him well yet. Like, you know, yep. I kind of learn get to know players and stuff. I'm not really there yet, but he seems like he's got a shot to make some noise down the road. Yeah. It's just always tough. I feel like if you're an org when you're in this spot, because you're going into a new title and you don't really know if you have like a, a backbone, like a duo. Like, I feel like the best case scenario is all right, we have a duo to build off of or a couple of players to build off of. And now you're sitting there like, I don't know if any of these guys are staying. Do you just bring fame back? Do you allow him to build a really young roster? You know, yeah. coming from challengers, he may have a couple of ideas, but this will be an interesting order to watch uh, moving forward. I put like a question like, I- disappointing after the third place type thing like question mark i i don't really think so because i don't think any of us thought that third was like actually a third like no. it, it was like a, a mickey mouse third call what you want but like they, they weren't a top three team so yeah i mean they beat I was who was in front of them it's not like they did that but it did not my expectations for champs personally so not not shocked um no. well i guess i did pick them to win one series they they might not have so um all right uh thieves this is uh this is an interesting one because this is probably the one i struggle with the most um when we were doing the bracket uh i think joe and i have said four thousand times that this coaching staff and this core we always thought they were going to be a team that figured out at the end of the year that started to click um listen you you lose to ultra who got to a final you lose to seattle who finally hit a little bit of form at the end of the year it's not like they're the worst losses but like you won champs last year the expectation is that you're going to make a run, I guess. Like, I, we kind of assumed they'd make a run. Um, well, at least two game vibes. Like, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is their hard point was <laughs> not great at all. They were one in three this weekend. Um, I mean, if you tell me this team's 50 50 in search and control, like, I think they could probably beat some teams just due to their hard point. I think the biggest question mark for me is major two, you get second place. Right. And then maybe you have a bit of a, you know, a stage three where it's off. Right. Jaza had a really bad stage and then they bounce back major four and win. I just feel like with this core roster and with what we saw in Vanguard with their coaching staff, as soon as it's sort of like, all right, we figured out this game. We should be good. And it's like it regressed heavily. And and I don't really know why. Um, I guess my guess would probably be just maybe inconsistencies from like, I mean, there were a couple of players. I'm down to be blunt. Yeah, not like, I, listen, the fact is it's one of these situations where like, uh, there's some distractions and some like team related stuff, just shit. We can't sure. really dive into because it's not public, but like there, there are some reasons that they went down this way. Um, and probably information that'll like come out with time, but like they weren't necessarily at a hundred percent going into this. Like they, they weren't able to make that run, but 
Yeah, yeah but I, I just think in general, if you look at the year, it felt like both of the subs in Kenny and and Envoy, like one would have a good event or a solid yeah. event, and then the other would really struggle. The one event that they both played well, they won. Like, I think Octane was solid for them the entire year. Draza, you know, he did have his up, ups and downs, but when he was playing well, they, they were difficult to beat. It's just, to me, the sub duo was... Just could never get on the same page, it felt like. Um, After they won, I thought they figured it out. I asked Kenny, did you? And he said, not yet. He was serious. He's like, we haven't, not yet. So yeah, he was kind of, you know, when he said that, I was like, oh, all right. Because that's sort of admitting, like, now we haven't, you know, we haven't figured it out yet. We're not clicking. We're not playing like we want to. So it was just like a good weekend. Not, it never really got that whole just system down. We're going to fry you. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't really know. Um, I, I think that's especially looking at Hardpoint. They could just never get everyone on the same page or, this, you know, one sub was getting fried. I mean, Envoy had a very solid champs. Um, Kenny struggled. But the fact is, yeah, you lose two game fives. Um, yeah, and, It's like, not the worst showing, but for the world champs and for what we saw, Major 2, Major 4, I thought it was going to be better. I don't think they're going to be a team that's going to thrive in the uh, unpredictable. And, like, even though we thought Vanguard was, like, the worst they figured it out, right? Like when you watch them play hardpoint, like I know the spawns weren't good spawns, but like they had it figured out. This game, I don't think you could. There was too much unpredictable shit. And not that like the game was fluky per se, like there was some consistency with teams, but some teams kind of thrived in that. Like how New York wanted to play and just run at you and put you down. Like, they, like their play style, like I don't know if they fully figured the game out, but like they found out how to play in that chaos, <laughs> and they they did really well with it. And I just don't think that Thieves is that type of team. They're just not. Man. Well, too, I and I one thing I want to touch on is their map pool because Major Four, I want to say they were really really good at Hydro and Mercado, and in a way, I know Hydro with the water routes and everything, but the spawns on those maps I think became for teams probably just do their rotations became the most like COD esque in a way. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And they kind of got away from that. Like they played a lot more of, you know, they were playing like some embassy in, in uh, to me, embassy. I, I mean, watching that map is just, I don't even, it's a box, bro. Like, good luck. Like when I play that, that map, I, I don't know. Like to me, that should be like an auto veto for them. Um, but it wasn't, it was like something that got box. through. You said it right. Like, I feel like hotels kind of, anything that's like a square. I think the spawns work best when it's like a, a rectangle, like Hydro, like it's yeah, wide, yeah. right? Like most of like the best like Black Ops 2 maps are like longer one way, right? Like a rectangle. Like when mm -hmm. you just make it like a square, I think it's too delicate for things to just get fucked. No, it, but Embassy is actually yeah. just <laughs> like a box. Like it's actually a square. Yeah, um, yeah. It just felt like, you know, play Embassy versus Seattle. I, I, I don't know. It just felt like there were some maps where this team should have been good at and they weren't. I think Hydro and Mercado, the two that really stick out to me, they you know, lost two of those. But actually, one of Mercado, so they probably didn't get it for Seattle. Um, but yeah, uh, oh no, I actually got it for Seattle. They 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 lost Embassy. Uh, they played Fortress Search and Destroy and LSC Little Control. So, I mean, I feel like those are probably some of the maps you wanted, but still, I I, I was expecting more for Thieves for sure. And now it sounds like we don't know what the hell's going on in that camp. Yeah, no, I I think that's going to be. Will be safest about everybody. Like it's just going to be dramatic, and stuff will be coming out. Hopefully, not much between today and tomorrow when it goes live, the episode, and then we look like idiots for not covering it. Um, but let's uh, <laughs> let's move on to uh, optic. Um, yeah, uh, dude, I don't know. It's like you know the the. 
I've said it like they've basically since their uh, dynasty team, they've been, I think, mediocre considering like they've had some good finishes. But when you consider that's optic, the history and the fact that it's one of the organizations that could get whatever player they want, which is not the case for many. Um, there's an expectation there. And after the couple of second places, you know, fans were chatting up. Oh, it's time. Now, at the end of the year, same shit. Just another year of same shit. Um, you knocked out in the same fashion. Top six uh, by Seattle. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the thing that stands out is one and three in search. 50 uh, 50 hard point, but they lost three in Mercado, search and destroys, and that was one of their better searches on the year. Um, I think Ghosty was probably their best player throughout the weekend. Their sub duo could just not get going. Uh, and I think when they got their seconds, their subs were in form. Um, when you would watch these guys play, but who can Shotzi do very well? is they are just a pain in the ass to deal with when they are playing their life and they're getting the first kill. What they do, I think, better than anyone uh, when you watch them when they're playing well is they get the first kill and they are so hard to track or, or deal with. But if they aren't getting that first kill, like it just feels like teams know how to how to shut them down. Like when they're playing ahead type thing, like when they're playing with control and a flow, like they're controlling the flow, it's great. But it, it's just wild to think that I think it was like a month ago, a month and a half, where I was watching the Scump Watch Party, and like Zinni or Seth was like, Luke's probably the best sub in the game right now, right? Like they were actually talking about that. And then I'm watching yeah. Champs and watching his arrow do some things. I'm like. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Why is he going that? Like, why is he going that? Where's he? Where the fuck's he going? Like <laughs> the, the New York series, the Hydro play. I think we all looked at it, the P2. If yeah. that goes different, they go to a game five. Like people will tweet me, oh, it was a lucky timing. My fucking ass, it was a lucky timing. Yeah, I should have just sat Somebody there. gave up uh, a lane. Uh, you know, this goes to a game five. You don't really know. Uh, you have the crowd behind you. You get fired up. But those are just the small moments, I feel like, that have played this this team for the last couple of years. It's the smallest of things. They have the talent. As you said, they have the skill. It's just been these, I don't know, like things that should be worked on in practice just sort of a airhead plays in a way, I guess, if you want to say. But that goes differently. You get top three. You're playing Toronto in the winner's final. Depending on that matchup, they, they could have been in a grand final, for all we know. But that's just the way COD is. Well, that's, I mean, I think I said verbatim, like a couple podcasts ago or the last one. Like, they could get top two over, they could win it. I don't know. Either or. They get hot. I shit on everybody. I, but like the other thing, like Dashy too, like it's just funny to think about. Like when he listen, I know he he had he had a good year at times. Their best player, like uh, we know what he can be from a talent perspective. But it's just crazy to think about. Like remember when it was like a it was like a meme. Optic search used to be laughed at for a long time. Like they just weren't great at search. There was dominant respawn team, and then remember like TJ and Dashy come in, start to change that narrative. They win that first event. They both drop like a one point six. And then like the later teams, like optics actually been really solid in search for a while for the most part. Um, like they're battling phase in MW, but like Dashy was kind of like the search guy, like kind of known for helping this optic team. He was sort of the start of it. I feel like, like with them getting yeah. like good at search and he struggled. I, I they, they were one and three. And now like you said he had like a point six, six in search. Like he, his impact was not felt there. Um, not that it's just on him, but like, I guess 
expectations are higher, a little more pressure on him when it comes to that. Um, well, and I just think be a game changer. if you're playing three Mercados, that should be a tough AR map, dude. Like, that's true. It, feel, that's true. it feels like that's a map where like, if your subs don't get going, it's it can be difficult to, to gain some position. Plus you you're still, argue but... me. Yeah, I, that's a good point. Bro, that, uh, that second kill was a fucking joke. I, I still, like, my jaw dropped. Jack texted me instantly, like, my jaw's on the floor. I'm like, he just snapped, looked like he shot three bullets, and he kept going. And I went, I think I looked at you and go, wait, did he kill him? <laughs> I was mind blown. Uh, dude, that was that was one of the more disgusting, like, just, like, drive-bys, bro. Like, uh, that was, whew. Because you know yeah, how, like, for, for casters... Thing, right? For casters, we used to have like at times when you're in Codcaster, you would have like a plus 100 pop up or like another notification that was far more clear that the kill itself happened. Whereas now, like the the, the hit marker changes colors, like you see the kill feed, but there's not like a. It was plus 100. And what else? What am I thinking of? There's always been like something that like, oh, like very, the orange hit marker. It's like an orange. Yeah, hit it, was, it, it was like super obvious the kill happened. But sometimes in this game, the time to kill is so low and you don't have that. that like I have to look at the kill feed. I'm like not sure if he got the kill or a teammate shot him. But there was one of those times where I like I legit did not know he killed someone. until I looked at the kill feed. I was like, what the shit? Yeah. No, I mean, obviously, Sib had some individual plays. And, and, you know, you get to a game five with Seattle, probably, I mean, I think they're favored there, no doubt, with the year Seattle's had in search and destroy. Um, I, I, I'm curious. I want to, the thing that Doug said, um, uh, did you did you see that? I didn't watch it. I just read, like, the text of the tweet. Yeah, so he basically says, like, Doug kind of calls out dashing away, like, change your ways, take accountability, waste of talent if you don't get a ring. And... I think that Bruce or Dashi, I think he's played really well. I don't know if I necessarily, I think what's really hurt this team at times has been their roster changes. Like they had a chance this year to have Hydra on the team. It feels like they just don't always make the right roster changes and it's hurt their, their impact. I'm sure that's a big part of it or just maybe the overall culture more than it's like just on him but like i i have been openly critical of dashi in the past just based on like insider info i have of hearing how he is as a teammate and stuff he's done but like all we've heard since seth retired from jp or from shotzi mm -hmm. is like he's been you know ever since the race up went down like he's been focused and he's been a good teammate and he's been on his shit and he's been playing well so like I can't be critical of him in this moment, like for this situation, because from everything I have heard, he was doing the right things, to my knowledge. Um, yeah. To, to Censor's point, I've said that same fucking thing before. So, like, there's something there. I just don't know if it is, like, right now, based on what we've heard. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, some, I mean, obviously, he wants to win a ring. I mean, but I, I think it's kind of right. Like, his talent is so high that it feels like there there has to be a team needs something else i don't know i don't know if it's a rod because like a lot of those small moments this year and last year obviously you had the whole illy thing they're not really on him right like there's been a couple like not watching the ladder at whatever major it was like well like i said it's been other uh, individual plays it's been di it's been difficult i mean that's obviously call of duty that's why i said about like sam and I's combo like it, the talent doesn't matter anymore like it does, but like it's not what decides who's winning anymore. Like everyone is talented. It is all the fucking little things. And the little things usually, like these little moments in trying to play mistake free, 
Like that comes from like a disturbing psychotic desire to win and time and practice. And like, not everyone is like that. It's just, it is what it is. Not, not everyone has the same level of passion or dives in the same things the same way. But like, it's the little shit down, bro, with all the staffs and all the time and all the effort and all the money, like it's a little shit. And if some teams are getting that stuff done, I don't know if it's a culture problem or what it is. And I don't even know if that's even the case there where it's not that close to it, but it sort of feels like it's been a little shit hurting them for a while, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, one player decision here, like, I, I don't know. Like, it just feels like, uh, like that's been sort of the optic curse, right? It's the player that leaves, whether it was Envoy or Arsties, like that's the, the person that goes on to win the world championship. Like, I'm not, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm, this is crazy, but I might've just like with, with how, you know, you had the success with uh, Seth and formal and Kram and karma, you had that like period. And then these last, like whatever, four or five years have just been trying to, trying to recapture that. Like, I know this is dumb. I get it. I'll get, for it. But like after, after Seth retri- retired, I would have treated it like the nuke it was. I would have blown the whole fucking thing up and started over. That's what started fresh. Well, unfortunately, he did it. He did it in the middle. I know. Of the I know. I know. He I just feel like in general, I feel like I just am like, all right, so that's that. Let's start over. <laughs> but yeah, middle of a season, you can't really. Um, I know. I, I'm. I'm obviously joking, but like, it's just, well, there's uh, more to it. Obviously, you know. I mean, yeah. uh, Dashi and I think Shotzi are probably the two pillars they'll build around due to. Sort of, I mean, Shotzi's killing it on the content side. And we know this is sort of, you know, uh, Hector talked about it. This is Dashie's team now. So it'll be interesting to see what they what they do. Um, there's already some rumored rosters going around with this squad, but it's just one that's always going to be under the microscope. Yeah, I mean, because of the because of the name and the following. 100%. Um, all right, but let's move on from that. Uh, we're, uh, let's go talk Breach. Um, Kind of like they were leading into this, like they were pretty solid in control, struggled everywhere else. That pretty much is how it went, like just from like a map win, um, map winning like thing. Uh, it, once we controls, they sucked everything else. Uh, I think the big takeaway for me is kind of Clay said on the desk, and you know, we were sort of wondering, like, you know, you're Snoopy, you're this young player, first time champs, main stage against these teams, hearts pumping, like you might, you might feel that moment. Seemed unfazed. Played pretty damn well. I was I mean, impressed. I bright future. Cool. That's that's what I take from breach. I mean, they have a point two nine in search. That's not good. Well, they played two searches, but they like three. But I hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, they played, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not not the best, but I well, think search. I don't put a lot into when you you team for a week. I, I mean, you, you yeah, no, you're week. not wrong. But I, I think in the the response, he had his moments. Uh, Awakening played really well. They obviously get their win uh, over over Minnesota. I didn't expect much from this team. I yeah. think this is a this is a really interesting team for me going into roster mania because there are some young pieces here that you could build around, and it's a question of like I mean even you know Clay sort of said it like maybe this is a good place for me to go like maybe it is like maybe they just need that veteran to find a home here or or a cameo or a band like I, I think there this time. is a a very real opportunity for a vet to have a, you know, maybe it is Doug, but to, to have a really young, solid core around them and try to build some success. I know they had so many roster changes throughout the year, but maybe it wasn't the worst thing to actually see what these players had. Yeah. You're trying to build a future. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be some 
pain before you figure it out. It's just the way it is. <laughs> there's there's going to be some bumps. Um, only other thing I kind of thought about, like, I guess I want to, I know it's not a simple thing, but like, I just keep thinking about Wake, bro, back at MW. Like, this guy was a first blood lord, untradeable. Like, he, his impact in search was unbelievable considering his role, because he wasn't in a BZ that was sprinting in, winning that fight. Now, granted, that is impossible and he's insane, but like, he would just find his lane with an AR, find his pick, not get traded, guy won rounds for his team, put up double digits all the time. Where the fuck has that gone? Like, when, when was the last time that was a thing? Well, he did have a very sort of search team around him, though, to kind of set him up, maybe. Hey. That was, like, with Skies. You've had, like, Havoc on the, like, Florida. Like, there was... This shit was so individual. It felt like, though, bro, he was just finding a one-on-one winning it. Like, but that could be the vet impact we're kind of talking about like who's here maybe in his ear like do this do that like go win yeah. this gunfight like you don't really have that on the team I mean he would have to be that him and, a, him and Beans like I don't know what their c- communications like but it feels like you're relying a lot on the ARs here think about like it's crazy because what do we talk about for a long time like Sky's an Awakening right like could they win together like Sky's an Awakening Sky's an Awakening they stuck with it for a long time guys just want to fucking world championship yeah i mean i, I still like i still want to see i i think you see the individual talent here for awakening i would love to see him around the right mix but maybe it's a him thing maybe this is another one of those situations where there's more to it we don't really yeah. know but i mean I'm, i sound like those florida rosters or this boston <laughs> roster was built to to win titles it just hasn't been oh no 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 i just like I mean, he's uh, when he's on his shit, he's just different. He can take over, and uh, we see it time to time to respawn. But I just think about search, not really what it once was. Um, but yeah, I, we don't talk too much about breach. I could, also, could also be could also be the game. I mean, yeah, yeah, that uh, that's that's a good point too. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like usually like good search players kind of are good title to title typically. You're either kind of like kind of like pa- I think Pac-Man said to me once or tweeted like you're either a good search player or you're not. Like it's just like a, it's just a different game. Like it, that's what's kind of crazy about COD. Like how different it is from your response, but it's a totally different like way of looking at the game. And like yeah. sometimes it's just true. Like not many people like get better and become good search players. Like you're just like good at search or you're not. It's, it's not, there's some truth to it. But um, let's talk surge. Uh, Dark horse coming in a hundred percent purely because surge and even though this year was more down than up um they have been a roller coaster since the the get-go um it's this weird and freaking insane combination of like you have the two sick twisted rookie type players and then you have mac who's probably the biggest x-factor player of all time uh with his swings and then you have lamar who kind of the same shit in the sense i don't know if lamar is going to give me seven or 25 and you just don't know what the fuck you're going to get map to map. Um, it's the it's the weirdest shit. Mac Mac is the biggest and a weirdo player anomaly I've ever probably watched. Yeah, we were talking about it in the green room. It kind of reminds me of Pristini, uh, in a way. If you yeah, that's yeah, that's what, probably the one comparison you can think of. Like, I, it just but, feels like I mean, Pristini played on like a higher sense, and he took some crazy gunfights. He played so fast; but, it sort of leads to that sort of thing sometimes. Like when I you feel play like that pace, very similar. I, I don't know. I don't he know. Played pretty pace. Played pretty quick. It feels. I mean, he has yeah. he's leading the team in hardpoint at champs by five engagements. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe more to that than I thought. I think Pristini is like literally having wings. But yeah. 
I mean, plus, too, the way they built or the way they played Hardpoint in this game and in some of the respawns was sort of ARs in the hill and the other two go around. I mean, that was like how Pred was farming teams for a while. Uh, but they lose the phase twice. Um, they beat LA Thieves and Optic in J5s. Listen, if you told me this team was going to go two and six in Hardpoint, I'd probably tell you they're not doing very well. But they got a top four behind it. They went four and two in Search and Destroy. They went 50% of the controls. Uh, they obviously lost both controls to, to phase. Um, in sort of like, yeah. um, sort of like, I know they uh, lap, face, but yeah, it may be a similar issue with like thieves. Like you look back, there was that interview Puckett did with Pred, and he was sort of talking about going into champs or one of the final majors. And you know, Pred's like, we we're the best hard point team in the game. We we're nine and one going into this. Like they were, they were a very good hard point team at times that just could not get hard point down in this game. Like at the end, like thieves lights out and hard point at the last year, like just couldn't get it down in this particular game. Um, yeah, they just, that magic wasn't there. You know, the Tuscan magic and all those insane runs and what they were able to do, they just didn't have the sauce and hard point in this particular title. Um, well, I think their map pool really hurt them early on. Uh, obviously, they always auto-vetoed Mercado, and you just cannot have an, an auto-veto nowadays. With the matchups, the way it works out, it's very difficult. What do they have to play here a couple of times? Mercado, they lose both of them here. It's one of those um, little things like we were talking about. It's that alone. It's yeah. It's like, you can't. Uh, they lost Embassy twice and Fortress twice. That's their two best hard points, but it just didn't feel like it was on for them. Um, Search and Destroy, they finally got better at it here, but then they went two and two in controls. Uh, they played two Asilos. They won both of those. They just lost two hotels. Uh, I mean, I mean, this was the, kind of what we, we talked about coming into this. This is a team that could just pop off randomly. It's their DNA. They, they uh, you know, put some teams in the blender, surprised some people. Sib had some incredible moments. Uh, Mac had some emo- moments. Obviously, you have Pred. I think, yeah, I would probably want a little bit more from Lamar uh, in terms of just being consistent in that main AR role. But yeah, he, we, you know, we had him on and he talked about it. He, he can be up and down. He knows it, dude. He takes the flack when he's not playing well. Um, but, like, we did kind of gas him for a bit before this. Like, it was, what, qualifier four or five? He was actually playing really well. Like, he was having some monster maps. Um, sort of like we saw like Slasher like starting to improve just numerically. Like the stats were getting better. Um, but like this one, listen, there are a lot of people that you know expect your main AR to put up like a, a one one, one two, because that's you just really need to sit and shoot straight sometimes. But like <laughs> it, it, you know, Lamar's a guy that's putting up like a point nine to a one sometimes. I get that. He's just not you know, there's a ceiling there sometimes with him. There just is, but like he he had like a point seven in response. Um I just don't. How you? So you can't win hard points when that's like. No, it's very tough. It just is, and I love Lamar, but he's he's had a bad event response. He did, but like I think the fact that you hit the fourth, considering the roller coaster. Listen, they're probably not pleased about it, but listen, if that's your final event as a squad. You fucking shook up the tournament. You did like that. That Seattle is what made this tournament like more fun than it probably would have. Just just in the sense of like upsets and like wackiness. Like they were the X factor of the dark horse. So. You made some noise. Um, that's probably the end of the rodeo there. I mean, by probably, yeah, talk I mean, about 100%. a couple of dominoes. Yeah, I talk <laughs> about a couple of dominoes. I, I mean, where does Sib and Pred go? Uh, you know, uh, who rebuilds Seattle? That's a big question mark here. This, I mean, this is, is probably similar. the domino, right? This, uh, this is probably the domino. Pred, Pred, what, Pred? If I was picking one fucking domino, Pred's probably the domino, right? Everyone's well, waiting yeah. to see what happens with Pred, if I had to guess. Yeah, so, shit, but. I mean, the one rumored <laughs> roster, right, that 
has been came out that, that came out with the optic didn't have pred, which I think everybody was very surprised by. Because so I assumed optic pred, no doubt about it. Uh, if he decides to go somewhere else, or if like optic decided, no, we should do this instead. Um, I'd be mind blown if someone made a decision before he did, or 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 like if they at least knew he wasn't going there. Like I, I guess I wouldn't see anything getting locked up until that decision is made, unless it's a team that knows they're not getting him. I, I don't know. Or some people don't think he's as good as he is. I mean, maybe maybe there's some more issues we don't know about. But like in my eyes, he's he's pretty fucking good. Yeah, he's really good. I, I think yeah. so. I think he's proved it. Um, he's got like the look, dude, the personality. Like he he's like a face of a franchise guy, bro. I, I agree. Um, <sighs> it feels like he's a killer, which I think some of these teams need. I, I really do. Like I feel it feels like. Yeah, some of these huh? Dude, your water, water. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> gotta stay hydrated. Uh, but yeah, Sib as well. Just uh, I think he's another one. Like I'm excited to see him sort of elsewhere and how he flourishes because obviously the big talk of the town with Seattle was always Pred. Sib kind of right behind him, but Sib could be a superstar on, on a roster. I don't know. I don't know what Sib's deal is. Like, listen, that guy's handsome. Bro, he looks like yeah, he's like Cristiano Ronaldo handsome. I, I I feel like I can see him walking out like a feel for Spain. Like, man, you're like, dude, he's just like, dude, we got, got maybe look. we get him on, dude. Maybe we get on and talk yeah, to him. I, I I want to know him. I DM him every now and then. Like, I, I DM him after his like one v three, and he's like, that's good gas. What's up, baby? Or something. Like that. He he. I don't like know him at all, but he just like oozes fucking confidence. He's taking his Instagram photos like him covered in sweat, shirtless after he worked out. Like, I don't know what his deal is. But like, yeah, I need more of him in my life. We, I do want to have him on because I feel like, uh, yeah, he's one. Of, I really I pride myself, but like I've been doing this a long time. I've been around forever. I am friends with a lot of players or like try to know players well. And like there's just some rookies that I, well, you know, we're working part time in the league now. There's not as many lands and stuff like we had the land league. I knew fucking everybody, but like, yeah, land league, everybody knew everyone. Right? Yeah, I, he's definitely someone I just want to like this deal. What's his first name? Like, do, 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 do want to, what's his first name? Dante. Dante, like who the fuck is named Dante? The only people named Dante, be, you gotta be a Giga Chad, bro. Yeah, you gotta be a Dante. Chad. Dante, what is that you, name? You gotta be a Chad if your name is Dante. You're not wrong. Yes, I want to do Dante. But when I see him at events, dude, he like dashed me up. I'm like, I damn this guy strong. He's like, like waits at me, bro. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm nervous, bro. Right, like butterflies. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, unless I forget as well, Mac was a flex, I believe, before this roster like he was never really a, I think he's in if if a flex here's another like going into roster mania what teams really need to think about is he well. sub at MW at first he was a flex he was a flex did he, he not come on as a sub he was okay, yeah, four. Yeah. you and I know this 4v4 cod is more naturally three subs are sort of 50 50 three subs two ARs Starts two and two, and then it's slowly most maps mm -hmm. outside of like one, maybe two. Maybe a couple is, th is three subs by the end. Almost every single COD title until like the last two years. The last two, and that is where your flex is very, very important because you have to have speed. You have to know when to slow down with an AR. That's where guys like I don't know. Like we a, don't even have flexes right now. Flex isn't a thing. Like right, you have like a slower really AR in a in a. And a faster one. It's not really yeah. someone who pulls out a third sub. Yeah, real flexes so, were like drastically different, like play styles at times. Like, yeah. So, if if the flex comes back into play, to which <laughs> in that way, like Matt could be a very important piece on some of these teams. 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, versatility is really not as valuable an asset as it has been at times. I mean, it no, is still, really but like, yeah. I mean, the only situation we've had was been like the LA Thieves won last year where Kenny pulled out a sub and draws around an AR. Like, but I think really, people, yeah, like a, some role switching, but people joke about it. Like, I, you know, Seth was like, let me pull out an AR. Like, you know, when they get later in their career, like, let me run an AR. Like, it's easier. Let me run an AR. I'll chill. I'll post up. I'll, I'll trigger. Like, as much as it's like memed and joked about, it's just kind of a fact. It's way harder to run around and fly with a sub just based on yeah. timings and the gunfights. You're not pre aimed. You are jumping in people. That's why BZ is. So impressive and he's a freaking nature but like yeah that's why what you're saying like the flex when you have to do that more and be just playing at that pace and the timings of it you just haven't had it it's weird to yeah, think no, about we had, like why no, we just haven't had it i i thought for sure we needed at times this year i, I did the bad was the so maps. good <laughs> yeah just the way the maps were but we didn't um so maybe that'll change or maybe there'll be a third gun i know a lot of people love when there's like a third gun option sort of like that flex roll that's true you didn't um, mention that but when we had a like k-bar the maddox it's a little bit different but like mm. let's go I'm, actually i kind of want to go through it now i'm just thinking about it so let's start like let's start like uh where do you want to begin like bo2 or something maybe it's just like probably oh uh, that was it for ie94 you had as a flex weapon or you ran like three subs on some maps yeah or yeah, specific like, hills. I mean, I was like, I think you saw something that was very MSMCs all the time. Like, I don't think it was it all was. the time, but it was a good amount of time. Or you had the AN94. And so there was a going there. I don't really, I remember like MA, I don't remember the AN94 being run like a ton. Like, I feel like I remember like Killer running it and like it was used sometimes, was like but a, never. Uh, like BT ran it. There was definitely some moments for some maps. Some people ran it on like CTF just because it, it like was a gun you could play pretty quick with. Yeah. Um, uh, Ghost is weird because that was like, uh, it was like that with the Remington and the MTAR, but then it became like four vectors. Um, AW? Oh, that got. Well, that was at the, the end, is when the. It's usually at the end. The end's when the sub came into play because the battle was a do it all gun. So, yeah, about. It might have been a 2 2. Yeah, that one was weird, but like the the sub that that game didn't even have a sub at times. I thought it was like Black Ops One. Was it like four battles for a while? But then the one sub, I can't think yeah. of the name of it. ASM One yeah. or what the hell ASM, was it? What, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that that became like really good at the end. So that was a bit weird. That's all I'm saying. Usually, there's a couple of maps where you're running three subs, and that really it affects your map pool. I think you know we touched touched on map pool. That could be really important well, moving to the I think it's a better way to word it. I think it's like, it's not always 3-1, but it's like, it becomes more sub-heavy. Like if it was, it might be three ARs at first, by the end it's two subs, or two down to two, three. Like it just, usually the pace picks up, four subs. But not been the case, is I guess the overall thing. Um, yeah. Anyway, okay. Uh, that roster is fucking done. Um, let's go to uh, to phase. Um, this, this, dude, this one's funny as shit. So, we had Simp on, right? And I, I listen. I was a bit of a dick. I'm, I'm, I'm grilling Simp about their, um, their hard point. Just it was thirty and thirty eight at the time. It was so bad. They worked so hard to get their hard point to a better spot. And yes, this weekend they relied on some ice and some miracles, and they were sloppy at times. But their hard point, they won hard point and search in a fashion that would win them a tournament for the first time in four years. These motherfuckers forgot how to play control. Like it, it to me, what it looked like. Okay, in the in past titles, no, I can break this down. I okay. was watching it. it was pissing I'd love me to off. Hear this. It, it, listen, in past titles 
a lot of the times with how they played, how the maps were, you needed to like get a good three, four down in order to stack the point. That 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 is how it played. You wanted to play for map control. You want to play for a three, four down. Map control was more important. Get those kills. Get to the point. In this game, one down. Hit it. Two down. Hit it. Like just create chaos and get on the point. The number of times I saw one kill lead to a, a stacking capture or two kills, like it, you did not need to play like that same controlled control. Like you didn't have to. You wanted to make it like chaotic. Like just how many times you see this year? If a Silo was different in scrims, the matches or what? But whatever the hell was, they were doing, I thought there was lava on the control points. Bro, whatever like, the hell they were doing on a CeeLo control, there it got like, to the point where they obviously had to veto it. And you couldn't play a CeeLo control versus New York. So what did you have to play? Okay. You end up having to play them on their best map, hotel control. That's what we talk about with map pool. That's why it's so important. Dude, I don't know it, what the fuck happened. I, I have either. no idea. If Faze's control was, 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 was 90% of what their control has been for four years, they win the tournament. But they just were lost in dog shit compared to everybody else. It I was, don't even know, man. Bro, their stats in, in hardpoint were great, but they, even their hardpoints, everything came down to a couple of plays. Well, well that they, something here is just wrong. You're not wrong. Like there, I was really thinking this because we casted a lot of it at champs, and I was wondering like if their hardpoint like it was actually fixed, and they like figured it out. And at first, I was like, maybe they did. They started to win some. But yeah, the more we cast it and watched, I was like, they didn't like figure it out or really get that much better. Like there were some improvements, but like they, I, I said before, there was like a chart that had, you know, points for and against and hard point. Phase was literally 220, opponents 220. Because all of their games came down to the final moments. It, it was like a 20 to 50 point game. And they threw away or choked where the other team clutched up so many over the course of the year. At champs, all those little moments, they iced up. I, I, I fucking think the game is over. A Celium fucking missile comes from the sky, kills two. They clutch up and win. Like they had the ice and they clutched up in so many moments. But like, or was it Beezy? Yeah, they, they, they could have easily. Like they could have easily. They're seven and three in hard point champs. I think that could have been a, a what ten, I, five and five, four and six, like you're, very easily. You're right, but the fact is, they won them. So they won enough hard points to win the tournament. They just their control was. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. We were casting it. I was like, what the hell? What am I watching? Like, they would lose. They'd lose a round, and they only, they only had three deaths. And I'm like, or not lose a round. Like, they'd lose a point. Like, they'd lose a point. Like, two people would have died or something. I'm like, Dude, we, I mean, listen, something is missing from this team. I think it's been missing. I, I thought maybe it was going to be Austin. I, just I don't know how Cells has a 1.5 in we're, we're losing series. I, I don't know. It feels like either it's a confidence thing or a comms thing. Someone or something is changing from practice to matches, and it is fucking them. And it feels like they are missing. Sells a problem. I don't care. They are missing some sort of like killer attitude or instinct. Listen, if I was on a stage and this was my team, I'm talking like I know people boo them, but they're like, whatever. Bro, if my team was this good and had this consistent of placings, I'm talking shit to everyone. I know how good we are. You know, like that old formal sort of like mentality, like yeah, I, I'm going to yeah. fucking smoke you. 
They are missing something here that they need. And I don't know what it is, but it's not good enough. I think a couple things. It was MW19. They had a bunch of seconds. I don't know. I, I, I think Simp's biggest flaw as a player is he seems to lack some confidence um, and doesn't like realize that he is a god and sometimes tries to play for his teammates too much. And I, I think I think some of it just applies to the whole team in the sense of like they're actually as much as people want to boo them, they're villains. Oh, they're so cocky! Like they're actually just like nice. Kids yeah, they're very chill to play yeah, yeah. god. And I don't know that they even have like a killer instinct, except every now and then it comes out. Same, but bro. I just don't know that they have that. And like. You put scrap on that team. Take slasher. I put scrap on that team. I'm not sure they lose a map again. And it's not even because scrap. It's not even because scrap is like disgusting. I think his fucking delusional confidence and swagger. If five percent of that rubs off on those three, they never lose a map. It feel. It, it certainly feels that way. I don't know. I don't know. Cell might have a two point five at that rate, and then who knows? I, I I don't get it. I don't want to hear cell stats anymore. I'm I'm done with it. I, cell to me, I love him. But that motherfucker is a problem and no one can convince me otherwise. I don't give a shit if you have a 1.7 if you're losing. You, yeah. If you're losing maps and he has a 1.7, I don't care. You lost the map. They're, they're losing too many maps where his KD is insane for two years. Too many maps are lost and this guy's got a 1 point whatever. Something's off. I, I think maybe he just needs to be a main AR or like, uh, dude, what I don't know. He is. I think he needs to be the flex. I think they, they need a three sub game where he can run a third well, sub. Three three sub game would be amazing. But like, okay, say he is what he is, then you don't have a slasher because you like basically had two main ARs at times. Or if no, it, he's closer, he, he's closer to AR than like a, a flex. Like scrap is more well, I flex think he's a flex and scrap no, no, not no. a flex. Well, it's it's more like here. when you have the gun in your hands, you play differently. Like you don't play that slow yeah. with a sub in your hands. Yeah, true. But have you watched scrap with a fucking tack? Go watch Scrap with Attack, and then watch Cell with Attack. I, I hear you. I'm right, just saying, Scrap does shit nobody else does, but that man runs around like it's a Vaz sometimes. Like, well, I mean, some of these play like uh, some hills. Cell would pull out this up, and he obviously looks really comfortable. I, I don't know. I don't really know what it is. Fact is that trio is not breaking up. So, uh, good luck figuring it out. <laughs> but do you think this team breaks up? Uh, yeah, I think there'll be a change, and I, I don't. I don't think Slasher really? was. I don't think Slasher was. The problem. I think he played fantastic. Like statistically, towards the end, I think he is a hundred percent what this team needed from like a leadership and like a hard work and a get better and fix things perspective. I think if Arsenal was there this year, they wouldn't have got third of champs. They probably wouldn't have crumbling. Abizi wouldn't have gave a shit. Blah 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 blah. Like he helped. He helped get the team on their bullshit. And I think him alone probably helped Abizi a bit. Like get back on his bullshit. But like, it comes out of this show. I think they they just know they should be winning everything and they're not. And it's going to come down. They're not going to get rid of Cell. Like, Cell, Cell, Cell's not going to be off the team. It's not going to happen. So you need to get someone that is going to work with that. And I, I don't know that, like, Slasher, that, like, play style is what's going to get it done. Now, granted, if this was Cold War, this team might have lost the map. Like, if this was a more traditional COD, mm-hmm. Cold War or Black Ops War or something, maybe this team just fucking shits on everyone. But I don't know that I have that expectation. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there was sort of the rumor, or I think Shotzi talked about it, where he almost joined Phase in a sim to flex. Uh, I mean, this could be. You talked about like the Pred thing. I mean, this could be the domino. Um, I don't know. Like, it's a potential, I guess. I know. See, uh, I don't think that's the answer. You need someone that wants to get their tongue out and lick the fucking objective. L- lick it. 
You don't think you don't think Pred could be that sort of that killer? Uh, I think I think he. Oh, could you be. speak the attitude of it? Maybe, maybe, but like well, that's I just think, a, I think uh, Sip or uh, sorry, Pred and Abizi would be a disgusting sub duo. Yeah, who's getting the who's getting the hard point in the control points? Shell Cell's not doing it. Those two aren't doing it. Well, I, I mean, is Sip just going to set up a fucking tent in the goddamn objective for all times? Then we're right back to fucking square one of him not being God when he should be. <laughs> I so, don't know. We, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I mean, that's you, like, someone's got to get in the fucking objective. I, I, I think you'd be better off getting censored than you would fucking Pred if you want to win some maps. I don't even know that I'm kidding. Like, you got to get the control point to win. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was uh, legitimately worried there was a poison gas on the control point. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I have know. no idea what. I mean, this is just uh, a team where, like, I could see them sticking together. I could see I may, uh, maybe a change. I think the interesting would be, like, may, does one of the big three go somewhere else? Like, is there a, a lucrative enough offer elsewhere? Or do they just want a, a change of scenery? Because that could happen. We've had that happen in the past. We're, we're sort of dynasties break up just due to the fact that like, I need something different. Because if you take Cold War out of this, Maeve, MW19, yes, it was consistent and they won some, but there was also a, a good amount of finals losses, right? They haven't placed outside the top three one time in four years. I mean, I, I understand. Not, it's, not, it's not about the top three, though. I'm talking about winning. the finals. You look at Vanguard, how many finals they lost? This year, did they, they lost one final, right? I, I just don't think they've been no. good, Joe. They have not been good. They, they are getting by on the fact that they are gods. They have not been a good team. From like a communication and like, I, I, they have not been a good team for a long time. They haven't been. You can't convince me otherwise. They have not been a good team. They are just very good players. Oh, I mean, I hear you. I just a uh, question. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, what happens? It's it's an interesting one because I could see someone being like, I just gotta get out of here. I think you need to like find out how to do some sort of like hypnosis, like where like oh, cell like plays, but Crowder's brains in him, like. You get the, no more you know, like, like, the like a, cell, but Chris's brain. Maybe like one day when I'm bored or something, or like I, I just go back and watch his arrow. Because I, I don't know, like I, I don't really want to blame him because I don't see enough. But I just know a 1.5 when your team's losing, it's probably it's usually not the great, the best answer. It's been happening for two years. Like there's yeah, something. I hear you, yeah. but I don't. I don't want to tell. Like I don't want to put the blame on him. I just don't. Like, it's it's tough for me I to am. do that. I am. Okay, well, something's got to change. Something's got to change. Maybe I'll there. do a Selium case study in the off season. And I'm not like saying he's a bad player. I think he is disgusting. But like, I think, there's, I think this comes out. He's just playing a little too safe a lot of times. Yeah. When like you got to get, especially in like stuff like control. Like I was saying, like listen, you just got to play a little reckless now, bro. You just have to. Like, just if you watch control this year, one down, maybe two, bang, hit that shit, create chaos, and like. I don't know if he necessarily wants chaos now. I feel like he used to. Well, the guy, now, the guy obviously wants chaos because he snakes the fuck out of everything. Well, yeah, he just like he doesn't like I'm trying to think of a way to like. He reminds me of I'm trying to think of how to make this comparison. Reminds me of like prime formal in a way. Like take jetpacks out of it, but like all right, if you watch scrap play, scrap is going around his ego challenge shit, playing fast. Like he, he'll take whatever fight he's gonna give a fuck. Formal always like Hook did this too, like back in AW, like. They are very good. If they are going to take a fight, they have the advantage. Like positionally, getting shot first, they will have the advantage. They always play to have like superior position in the advantage in a fight. And Cell does that to the super ultra fucking ultra max. Mm -hmm. I think he's just always doing it. 
he's like always just wanting to be in the spot to win the fight and get the kill to the super. But like he creates the own spot with with his snaking. I don't know. Like I, honestly, I maybe one day you and I just literally <laughs> go back and just watch, and maybe we'll figure it out. But it's just like tough for me, like. The theory, or what do they call it? Like the hypothesis makes sense to me, but I haven't watched his individual arrow and point of view enough for me to say yes. Like that, that it is right. You know what? Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, it's also hard to even just do that because it's so like just the way these recent cods have been, man. Like sometimes it's just the smart play is not the best play. It's just doing something fast. Like it, it's just make a decision. The team hits shit. Like it. I don't even yeah, know how no, to word what I'm trying to say. Like, it's just these little fucking moments of chaos, bro. And like, ah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, we got, I guess we'll see what happens with Phase. But another top three for them. They're obviously not happy about it. Uh, I mean, I think for the year, it's just they obviously to, get sorry. a win. Just Go to ahead. clarify what I'm saying, like looking at the arrow, like it might look dumb that he should have flown at this by himself, type thing. Like it might that might think be dumb. Like he was thinking that was dumb. Well, to I think do, it's like, more doing like, that creates a domino of allowing a PZ to get in position that then opens something up. Like it's just it's complicated. It no, is. I, like, I know. Uh, I, I play. I played a really high level. Yeah. yeah well, I've been just like kidding, years. I was kind of rambling. Like it's like it's hard to say. Like oh, if he just went this direction, you know. But, well, I think it's more just like yeah. How many times do people pass him? And you know, when's the how, you know? Is there a chance where he on the objective and potentially make a play? There's lots of little things, but. Yeah, I guess, I guess we'll see what happens with this phase team. I, I mean, what do you think? Is this a better year for them than last year with the, the win? You and I, we were having that yeah. combo, Chris. Yeah, yeah. No, I think so. I think so 100%. Like, just because you event, got the like, win and you, well, and you got top threes. It's not like, like before you got top twos. This time you got, you basically did the same shit, but got a win. Oh, I view it, I guess. I, I don't put much difference between second and third. So you got top threes, you got a win. I don't think it's like way better, but. You see a one one. They're still like, much as we're rambling about them, and still the most consistent team in the league again. Still first in the CDL. Like I'm talking like points. Like, well, there. Yeah. Well, before champs, right? You get CDL points for champs. I don't even know. I think it ends when the league ends. I don't know. Yeah. So, but yeah, going into champs, they were number one. Yeah. All right. Um, Toronto Ultra. Ooh, the day looked good. And then they didn't look good. Um, yeah. I mean, I, they go five and two in hard point. They, they talked. Uh, I mean, we talked about their hard point. If it looks better, they have a chance. What? They were five and zero oh in hard point before the final. Um, what, I like a breaking point. You can like remove like one thing I do exclude. So I just like looked at the stats with the final on it. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> but then you add that in. I mean, they were cooking. They had uh, some really tough matchups. I think the big surprise was the three uh, zero over NYSL. In the winners final, and everybody was like, oh, "Holy shit!" Yeah, they certainly did. Um, I think you just had moments from everyone. Uh, you had moments from Kleenex. Scrap was obviously the consistent slaying beast that he was. Ixie, I know he had a point seven seven. Or like his stats are great, but like the winners final, he he played really well in the search destroying control. I mean, it's just the final. It's just. I think I watched the first two maps Sunday and I was like, these guys just, it doesn't feel like they're like warmed up. Like I, I New York were just gunning them. Yeah, it really did. And the, the one set that stood out to me, it's so hard to talk like 
numbers because you had like one hard point in the winner's final. You had two hard points. It's like three maps, but like the winner's final, you know, Kleenex is kind of there. If someone's going to fly around and fry and, you know, play at the pace of the 99 Kismet and like get in their cheeks, like if someone's going to do it, it's Kleenex. And in the winner's final, he had like a 1.4 in the hard point. In the final, he, what did he have? I put a 0.64 across the two hard points. Like if he can't get going, Is this team's not going to, it's not like Hicksy has some solid moments, but like they need Kleenex to get kills in a hard point. Right? They well, all got been slammed. sort of the I issue, I think, maybe with the respawn mm -hmm. on the year is sort of in their subdue. I think Kleenex is more to more of like your BZ Kismets and you don't have a slaying sub next to him. Like you, you probably want like Kleenex to maybe turn into that slaying sub, but with how quick he plays, I don't know if that's going to happen. Like I, I would yeah. love. Potentially yeah. to have like yeah, more of a slaying sub next to Kleenex. I think it's this is the issue cause... last year with Bants. I do. I mean, they it won was, an event. Was. And, like they got to a final. Like you can win with this formula. Like, you don't need like a. You don't need a slow slaying sub. Like you can have a more objective-minded sub, uh, sub and like a a crackhead type sub. Like Kleenex. The problem is, it's just. The consistency is tough for the clean, uh, Kleenex type player. It just is. Like that's why yeah. we gas up easy so much because he is the only one that has done that. Every other one, like you're gonna have ups and downs like that. Um, and yeah, maybe they don't need a slang sub. Maybe they just need like a either Hixie to improve or get more comfortable, or like someone that can be Hixie. But like when they need to pop off, they can. Like they're the objective guy. Sure, they put up point nines, but like if Kleenex is struggling, they can. I don't know. Have those pop offs. I, Maybe. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, you need kills at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I obviously they, they worked on their hard point <laughs> big time going into uh, in the champs again, five and oh, outside of the, the grand final. I mean, a hell of a year. I, I, I know they probably want that men in black thing to hit the button and they want to redo Sunday all over again. It, it, it's similar to what the winner's final looked like for New York. That's how that final looked like for them. Like it really did. It just felt like you didn't have both teams on at the same time. I just wonder, like, I'm not, both teams wanted it, obviously. Do not get me wrong. But remember how Bant said, like, the Ultra team when he was on it, they didn't really watch VOD or, like, scrim or prep real heavy. It was, like, sort of a go hard in the moments we need to, then chill type thing. Remember, what do you say exactly? Like, they didn't. They, they didn't, didn't really overdo it, right? pretty much. They didn't overdo it. That like, was cold. I don't know about this team. I don't know if it is still like that, but it sort of seemed like one team overdid it and came in ready, and one team was sort of like, "Here we go, oh, let's go, let's listen, win." If, if, if I was the champs final team Sunday, and, and like we started at noon, and I get that that's pretty early for a champs final, I still I, I would have paid out of pocket like. I don't know if I would have found four players, a team, a challengers team. I would have paid them like 10 grand, 20 grand. And be like, please show up and warm up. us up for two hours. But or an hour. I guess you would think even if like that's the thing, like I know warming up is a thing, but like, I don't know. Usually even that's the even get slam map one and you know, you start to get rolling. Like they just never got rolling. Well, I, I think that they uh Kleenex had some big about what was it, the third map? It was control hotel, I I, I think. Yeah, that's why I thought maybe they had some life for a second. That, yeah. As soon as they lost that, I was like, uh oh. Because then you went into an embassy hardpoint, or sorry, a Hydra hardpoint, and then an embassy search. And yeah. It, I don't know, man. 
I they lost I, a lot of their bigger maps early early like some of their best maps they lost early and that's i think people knew it was trouble for them i just hate saying like someone wanted it more because you everyone want it's champs like you want it badly but new york i just think the scrap comment i think you talk your shit but i think that particular comment saying without you know take hydra out of it and the rest are dog shit like that that particular comment i love that he talks shit before during and after series i do <laughs> he owns it yeah he and i want it. him to keep chatting shit. I, he has become one of my favorite players in the league i love him but that comment i'm not saying it's why new york won but it sure is fuck made them want it more no doubt in my mind they had a conversation about just skull fucking him in game like a hundred percent yeah that's one way to put it you know what i mean i don't know why i came out of my mouth but they wanted to shit on him bad and kismet you know uh, i think it's jcap that says 99 kids sometimes like he's a madden card you know sometimes you get like 80 kids that was 99 kids and he is unstoppable raised in that form yeah of course i think uh with ultra I, i i mean I thought this team was going to stay together. Now it sounds like maybe there may be some changes. We'll we'll have to see um, what happens with Ultra. But it was it's it I like this roster a lot. I do too. I was nervous because we liked the Ultra roster before this with Cami and Bance inciting those guys. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I think the issue probably right now, if I I was them, is like you know you have a team that can do well and make deep runs in tournaments and win the occasional one. But I, I think I would think we are real close to having a team that is like kind of back on like a cold war bullshit type thing. Like we're, we're, we're a contender with like one other team. I, I think scrap is like that good. And like, they feel like they are close. That's how yeah. I view it. Like we are real close to having a championship team. What it feels Not like just, with sort of their pedigree, people may want to come here. Yeah. Yeah. To the org. I mean, like this, this is a team like if, you join this squad, you have a chance at winning. Can't really say that about many other places. Yeah, no, I'm excited for their future. And you know, I just, Scrap has been such a breath of like fresh air for me. It's just taking us back to like the early days of COD and shit talk and passion. And like, I've always said COD's more like the WWE than it is like major sports. It's just far more fluff and entertainment. And if he is. I can't say it more. I, I fuck it. He's so good for the league. I, I know people are going to hate him. People are going to love him. But I fucking love it. I love it. Yeah, he knows that as well. Um, all right, on to our uh, world champions. Congratulations to the subliners. Um, it, it, it's, yeah, it stayed true to it. If you win that last event, you have a really good chance. At, Let me put, uh, uh, post a question to no, I want to start with a question because I, I was talking to Octane and I asked him if uh, this has ever happened. He said, I've never seen any shit like it. Has there, can you think of a team that came out for the first tourney? You win that, you were, you look like you're miles ahead. Like, almost like, almost like TK some of the years. Like you, you look like you're like way ahead. You dominate the first event. Then for the next five months, you are kind of mediocre. Can't figure it out. Looks like you're trying to recapture that magic. We've seen teams try to recapture it. Like, I don't know, like Optic, when they're going through stuff, they got the win, they were trying to like get that back. But to stick together through the struggles, not make a change, and then somehow at the end of the year, you're miles ahead again. And you like win the final event in champs. Like, has there ever been something like that? Like, I can't even think of anything close. I don't 
think so. Because like TK changed drastically. I know they made it to the final then at champs that year, but like that was a whole different team. Like, yeah, I think this tweet shows it right. First place, and then seventh through eighth, and then last, and then they yeah. started getting better. Uh, fourth, and then they won the last two. I don't think so. I can't think of anything like remotely like it. I, I, I think, think it's a just, really cool yeah, story. Yeah, you have to get props to sort of this roster, the maturity that's on it, right? That's obviously you, what you have. A lot of and things would have changed, bro. I, well, I and think what, after the last, maybe. What a pickup like Kismet's been. Because, I mean, even last year at the Pro-Am, that's when this roster turned it around, e- even during Vanguard. That's when they had a chance was when they picked up Kiz. Like, obviously, think, Hydra's the league MVP. But the other he's three... The killer. He's the killer, I think, Kiz. You know, I said, like, you need oh, him. I, yes, he's, he's I the killer. Maybe, maybe not in an interview, maybe not, but, like, in-game and, like, to his team, I, I bet you he's the fucking killer. Yeah, when he's going off... His team's probably winning by 200 points on a Hydro hard point, and they were. Uh, yeah, Kiz is. He's, I mean, he's he, a bad man when he's in 4B. He looks like he's, he's like not many people, I think, can match like a BZ's best. You know, mm-hmm. like a BZ at his best is just the fucking best. A BZ at his worst is still close to the best. Like, Kiz hits that level. He and does. I don't, I don't know that anyone else does ever. Like I think you see glimpses from Kleenex, but not as much as like from Kismet. As consistent as he does it, I guess. Yeah, like yeah, it, it's not like it's a, a couple times a year type thing. Like he just hits this. It, it's I need, just pivotal. I need nine kids, bro. Yeah, it's pivotal. I, I mean, it really is. Um, obviously, you got to get a lot of props to the AR, AR duos guys and Priesta. Um, and Priesta, I mean, when he has first ring, this was his third champs final. Able to finally get that. What he lost with uh, hundred thieves, and then with. Uh, face uh, in MW19. I am so fucking happy for him because he's just a incredible guy, and he Probably is also too. most land wins in the CDL now. He is also that's awesome. He is also someone that I think like um, struggles with like confidence and like self image type stuff. Like he's just a reserved guy, and like I think his ups and downs at some time that he's had like it's just like a confidence thing. He gets in his own head. Um, I think any player team, does, but yeah. I think he, some people are more susceptible, dude. You know, you know how it is. And I think he just really would go through it sometimes mentally. And I think this team just got him to the right place. And when Priest is in the right place, he doesn't drop a three, three kill game. And then he's out of the series mentally. He bounces back and fucking shits on you the next game. Um, he's disgusting. He is so talented when he's on. Um, and just, one of the true flexes in the lead, too, kind of what we talked about. This guy can run a sub. He can run an AR. He does it all. Uh, yeah, good teammate. Like, he's just great, bro. He really is. Yeah, and then we had Skies on the podcast. Another great search and destroy. I mean, it was the last major where his sniper was just, he wasn't missing. Um, he's got a 2.13 in the final here. Uh, he's at a 2.75 in the search. Uh, it feels like, obviously, I'm sure he helped really lock in their search and destroy with his mindset. But Kisman, I, I think he said it, whether it was an interview at Major 5 or he said it somewhere. I remember reading it, but basically he felt like he had to take over a little bit more with the comms and trust himself. Then to let him off the leash. And it feels like that really changed this team. And maybe he was just trying to do too much. We, we kind of say that. Who's sorry? Who, and what, who said that? Kiz. Kiz said that. Oh, okay. Okay. Like there was a moment where. It just felt like he had to play a different role or play with more confidence and trust his himself. And, it, and I could see that. It seems like this team just like really was a good, solid 
team when it came to just like confidence in each other and building each other up. Cause like I found Priest's tweet right after and second half of it, my whole team brought me to a different level of confidence this year. I cannot thank them enough. Like it, it seems like it was just very healthy and Sky's kind of talked about it. Like they just, there was no like looking over your shoulder, worried you were going to get dropped. They were all like in it together with the same level of dedication and wanting to improve and get better and figure it out. And like, that's just sometimes you don't figure it out and sometimes you do. And they certainly did uh, towards the end of the year. So uh, congrats to them. Um, I mean, I think it's crazy just coming into the year kind of, I mean, I think we probably had the middle of the table. Maybe they could get a top three, a top four here and there, but they won three events. Well, I mean, I was hyped when the team first formed because I like, yeah, I, yeah. Thought they, I thought they'd be very good, but yeah, in the middle of the year, who knew? Um, oh, I want to talk about the, uh, oh, just Hydra in general, like how awesome it's been just for him. Like you come over, you can barely speak English. Um, you know, there hasn't been a lot of success for players on an international level, like at all. Um, I know there's been some, but it's a very small fraction. And it just hearing him in an interview, how much he worked on himself, like to be a better teammate and you know, his English. And he is different. He is one of the most talented people we have ever watched. And I think he has cemented himself as the greatest international player of all time. And that, that for a long time was Bance and then Zero Trey. and back to Bance. And I mean, early days, you could talk Tommy and them or whatever, but like more recent, it was those two. And this motherfucker came in in a couple of years, took over the scene, first international win for a cha- uh, player for champs, um, MVP in the same year. That looks like he's fucking cheating. He's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, yeah, I mean, said so to see him uh, moving forward. But yeah, I agree. I mean, guy's done it all for multiple years now. <laughs> he really has. So, but like this is. Uh, I think it's a little different you know he's he's done a lot he's looked disgusting the individual stuff's been there well i think like trey had moments in like iw but not this consistently like i'm sure there were other moments as well but they were never close to being mvp and winning champs like that that is a different level of success and mm-hmm. that's just like we remember we were freaking out when like zero one anaheim or whatever it was like well, hey, well that's what he was like the mvp yeah 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 he had yeah, insane yeah. insane stats but didn't really this do it like different. all the time yeah, this is uh, a whole year of dominance, and I don't think he's slowing down anytime soon. I'm happy for him. I feel that way. Uh, so that was shapes. Um, let's get some community questions before we wrap up today. And then we'll uh, start getting see. some guests for you guys, so you don't have to listen to Joe and I flirt with each other. Yeah. Okay, this one's for Mitch. From Ultra, Ultra Mitch. Favorite moments that you casted at COD Champs? Doesn't matter what year. I mean, I'll always have this one. The phase LA Thieves Black Ops 4. I mean, that's the double reverse sweep. They were down 0-2 in control. They were down 0-2 in the series and in one. I, and then they get to a grand final from that. That was losers round one or losers round two, whatever. Which have favorite moment? Casting or favorite moment, period? What, what was the question? Cast it at COD Champs. Favorite moment. Oh, mine was the Slack Slam. 100%. We were fucking elite. That shit was great. That was like the same day, right? Wasn't yeah. it the same yeah. day? I don't, yeah, I lost I don't my know. Voice. Only day I've lost my voice. Yeah. Yeah. So Black Ops uh, 4 was crazy. We were literally um, like fucking Pippin and Jordan in that sequence. It was kind of like awesome. Uh, let's see. This one's from Kid and Envy. Uh, rumored relocation of several teams for next season. Thoughts on the potential of there being no European-based teams? I don't know how you could be based in Europe. Like, I'm not really sure how that would work. I mean, 
Well, I guess you're saying like if there's like no London Royal Ravens or no. Oh, oh, like changing the city itself. You're saying I got it. Yeah, they changed Las Vegas. I thought he was talking about like actually like okay there. Um, I don't know, man. For now, it is a North American league. Um, I hope one day this grows to a point that we have said this a lot too. Like we have maybe multiple leagues. Um, it's more like a Overwatch or League or Valorant or whatever. It's more international presence, but. We're not there yet. I mean, we haven't figured out the financial side before we're done. Well, I, yeah, I think that's I, a long way off. Well, I think it's not, it sounds like from bits and pieces of things leaking in owner, owners' meetings, stuff could be changing anyways. So who knows if we're even still franchised and this stuff even matters. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, there was that leak about them you know, struggling to figure it out or whatever in that stakeholder meeting. I mean, I don't know. Might be, we might be back to somewhere like the CWL someday. I, I, I don't know how it's going to go, but Howdy Sports will keep kicking. We'll be here. Hopefully not fired. Hopefully not. Uh, this one's from Esports Illustrated. Vegas champs or LA champs? Location and food-wise. I, I think there's some fuck. pros and cons. You don't really care? I'm going my pros hotel. and cons. Explain Diablo. Uh, I like day. LA champs because we get to go see our pals. I, I definitely cool. enjoy just going cool. out to LA, just seeing Jack and Matt and seeing everyone. Um, Obviously, getting around in LA is a pain in the ass. So I, I did like Vegas for that. It was very easy. Um, you don't really have to go anywhere because on those resorts, they don't want you to leave. I was surprised by the crowd in Vegas. And, and I will say this with your heavy hitters going out as early as they did, your LA Thieves, your sort of, you know, you know even FaZe not getting to Sunday, your Optus going out, it was still out. a very strong crowd. It was a very strong crowd. They didn't have to do that. So shout out to you. That was um, the most we've ever had at an event. Like most tickets, most, what was it? Um, I think I think you know talking to Adam Apicell before for a COD only event like post MLG Pro League and shit it was like around five thousand people it was like the highest we'd hit this I think was like closer to like eight so um, yeah. you know we're not at CS numbers or something but like hell this game was not not great um, it was a weird year but that's the most we've had so fuck yeah yeah I mean get champs to London that's where I'm at no I, I mean I'm down even though I'll still be in my hotel all right. One more. We'll do this from Ryan. What what team do you see Clayser getting on? All right, yes, let's I'm gonna rephrase this. What team would you like to see Clay on? Either I, I don't know. I, I my I listen, I'm gonna people are gonna give me shit for this too. I when I think of like your goats all time, I have Krim is number one without question. Do you think otherwise you're a dumb fuck? Number two, though, a lot of people I have Scumper Karma. I have Clay, um, just because what Clay has done for as long as he has, the fact that he has been sh uh, dealt shitty cards and still bounced back and won, like he's had to deal with a lot more. Where other people have folded, he has figured it out and won. Um, I think Clay is an absolute animal. So, like, part of me, even though I think Clay will be on a Legion or something like that, you know where I want him? Fuck it, throw him on phase. That's what I was gonna say. It was no, simple and easy. I I was because they, I mean, they played, I mean, they wanted Black Ops 4. I'd like to see them. I, I mean, I oddly think that could fun. work very well. They don't need someone that's going to drop 40. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. They I mean, need a killer. Like, and if happen. anyone's like fucking killer, he's one of them. Yeah. No, I, I just think just because he has history with Simon and it'd be cool to, to see. Well, outside of that, outside of that, if, there, if there's another team, maybe like a Boston, just because I think we kind of touched on a very young team, just having him go there, but honestly, I just want him on a squad. Uh, as well, as good as he was on the desk. Great to have in the league. 
yeah, he's got a bright future doing whatever he wants. But I, I'd say I either want either want him to go on. It's not like a phase where he will be a contender and a chance to, you know, be in a final on Sunday, or I want him to continue and finish the story he started. With Paris. Get them to a champs, man. With Vegas, like building up to oh, it. Vegas, sorry, yeah. Get them to a champs. Like, you know, that'd be cool. Yeah, maybe more control. Maybe they'll buy in and invest a little bit more in the roster so he, he can build around that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got TJ throwing nades at himself. Like, good point. We'll see what happens, though. Um, that is going to do it for this episode. Recapping champs. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening, hanging out with us. As we said, yeah, we're going to start to focus a lot more on guests. We're giving players time to figure out of everything they have to do with Roster Mania. We'll start Roster Mania talks when rosters start coming out. Uh, but we'll be pumping out episodes during the offseason. So lock yeah. in. I think in, in general, our, our goal is to just highlight players and maybe things you didn't know about them and their lives and careers and just spend time with players, like the focus we want to be on them. Um, so that will 100% be the goal. And I don't know how this is going to evolve with time, but that's our first step. Dive it into players. So we'll get a lot more of that. Um, thank you, everybody, for watching. I have to go. I have a very tough life. It's very difficult. Um, mm -hmm. I got to play Diablo. Am I going to play Final Fantasy 16? I don't know, but I'm stressing over it. I I'm not sure, but I hope everyone has a, a very sexy evening. Joe, I hope uh, you and Theo and your beautiful wife, Mo, have the most incredible evening of just love. Thank you. As he says goodbye, also, if there's a player you want to talk, want us to talk to, comment. Maybe put a comment. You know, just yeah, we're just curious. We got a couple lined up. I don't know if Joe we want to talk about it as surprise, but we've I'm got just a surprise people. Yeah. It wasn't like a surprise. Surprise, the episode's over. Fuck you.